0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in. We are Creative Spaces International, also known as CSI. We are an education and fulfillment company that has a goal and purpose to help you stay connected and informed on all things involving and in relation to cannabis. Our goal is simple we are here to bridge the gap. Stay tuned and buckle in. You won't be disappointed.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Creative Spaces International, also known as CSI, because we are thorough like that. I am Annie. I'm your host tonight. We are a brand-new company that's purpose is to educate, inform, and collaborate involving, involving all things cannabis. We are so excited to be here. We have Tawanda, Nemo, and Keely on the phone tonight, and we're going to be continuing our talk on medical benefits of cannabis. I'm really excited to get started now, first, we're going to be starting with Annie's Weed Feed. I want to give everybody some trending and obscure facts, news, and history about cannabis. Every show we have, we're going to give you, give you some fun facts and discuss them. So, we're going to start right away with the first one, which is, Mr. Bill Gates and others have secured a doomsday preserve a wide variety of plant seeds in the remote Arctic Svalbard archipelago. That's pretty awesome. So, I believe, in my opinion, that probably cannabis seeds are going to be included in this uh, in this doomsday seed vault because Bill Gates did vote in Washington to legalize cannabis. What do you guys think, Tawanda? That definitely sounds good. Looking forward to see what happens. <laughs> We're going to have to look more into that, right? Nima, what about you?
2: I think cannabis – Yes. Hold on one second. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm getting off the car
1: right
2: now. Okay. I'm sorry. I want to make sure I heard the question clearly. Can you say the question uh, again, for me now? I'm sorry. Basically,
1: what I said is, that I know. I just, I want to know what you, I want to know what your all thoughts are on the Doomsday Seed Vault that Bill Gates and others have secured in the archipelago, do you think there's cannabis seeds in there and why?
2: I didn't know nothing about that.
1: (laughs) That's probably why I got lost
2: with the question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, but see, that's the whole point. We're here to inform.
2: Well, y'all can let me know about this because this is definitely interesting.
1: It is pretty interesting. So there's a seed vault, basically all the different seeds to preserve for vegetables, uh, plants, and fruits. And what I think is if Bill Gates is involved, there's probably cannabis seeds in there. What do you think, Keely? Yeah, that's pretty dope. Um, that is <laughs> true. That would
3: be <laughs> that'd be a bit crazy, but no telling. No telling what, what they're trying to <laughs> oh, no. mix up in but there. But, yeah, that's pretty actually- interesting. Actually, I haven't heard of that.
1: It, it actually does exist. It's just we don't know for sure if cannabis seeds are involved or not. I was just curious I'm curious about it because it was brought up, um, but we're not for sure. We'll have to look into more into that, and I'll let you guys know what I find out. <laughs> All right, our second fun fact for tonight is that beer and cannabis are actually cousins. The beers hops are in the same family of flowering plants as cannabis. So I wonder if that's why. I don't know about you guys, but I cannot mix beer and cannabis. Do you guys have any, have you have any stories that you can tell me about when you've mixed alcohol and cannabis and it didn't go well?
2: I have plenty of stories about that. Um, I'm sorry, Mr. Tawana. I have plenty of stories about that. Like, from from my very first experience mixing alcohol with with, 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 weed, I... I always used to throw up. So now as I got older, I realized that my limitations is three alcoholic drinks and two bloods, and I should not touch nothing else until probably, <laughs> you know, a few hours okay. down to make sure I drink something. But when I was younger, I didn't know what limitations were. So, like, every time I drunk and smoked, I passed out drunk, threw up in Oh yeah, you know
1: that, that you know that feeling you get when you mix alcohol and and weed, and it's like you feel like your head's like, mwah, mwah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like somebody's hitting you with a hammer, and there's some crazy stuff going on up there. Yeah, that's no fun. Keely, did you have a story?
3: Um yeah, no. I care about my mental health, so I'm not gonna ever <laughs> <laughs> mix things. It's either one or the other for me. It's like, if I'm drinking, then I'm drinking. If I'm smoking, then I'm smoking. If I'm smoking, I'm drinking water or some juice. If I'm drinking, then it's just like, okay, I'm drinking. And that that's it, because I'm like the way, uh, yeah, I'm not good with mixtures. I got to focus on one thing at a time with
1: that. He leaves back here saying, you guys need therapy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I know a lot of I know a lot of people they can do it. Or I can bend them for it, but at the end of the day, I'm no, like, no, no, no. it's good to know what you can what you can take and what you can't take. I tried it before and I felt a bit loopy and not in a good way. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, let me just focus on one thing at a time. I leave that for the big dogs.
1: Right. Well, yeah, I just I just definitely had a couple of experiences that uh, caused me to not want to do it again because I don't like that feeling. Miss Tawanda, what about you? Well, I'm definitely
0: not about that life. I'm a seldom drinker. I may drink about five or six times a year, unless I'm kind of at an event or something. So I don't know anything about that. And in reference to stories of other people, I'm not really – I I wouldn't have a story about that either. That's probably one of the first times you ever asked me a question to where I don't have a story, but I'm, no.
1: I'm going to have to sit that one out well, and anyway. let Nemo handle it. We're, we're going to we're oh, yeah. gonna have to build up. We're going to have to build up on your stories. Of course, I don't want to be the guinea pig for this one, so we'll find someone else. <laughs> All right, our next fact is that legalizing cannabis would generate $8.7 billion in federal and state revenue per year if it were to be legalized. All of this money would go into education, environment, human services, health care, and could benefit every American. What do you, how do you feel about that? $8.7 billion in federal and state Revenue per year and we always talk about It being at the money right so why aren't They doing it what do you think Nemo
2: Because they just got to figure out how to tax it. And, and it, and it and it is once they Figure out and actually legalize marijuana I think just like I was saying the first time Not only will the money go up They will actually have enough programs and Stuff across you know every single state To actually be able to Take care of what goes on in this country Instead of like Trying to put a band-aid over it all the time with with the idea that, oh, if we cover up right here, right now, you know, it won't be talked about later. If you put the money into it that will be invested behind the taxes from the weed, everything that you pretty much want done will be done in the correct way. So you yep. will not have no excuses on losing money. Any programs that you need for the kids to be there, any programs you need for the shelters to be there, you probably won't have that many homeless people on the street because all of the programs that need the real funding and everything will be funded correctly. As many people smoke weed in this country, it's something like alcohol. I truly believe that as as a team, as the United States, if we legalize weed, everybody will be happy. Oh You'll yeah, I, you know, I think it
1: would take it would take away that stereotype. So some people that are scared to to try it because of the legality of it and the and the faux pas that everybody says about it. You know, if those were removed, then I think that it would make it a lot freer for people to check it out, and it could really reduce. I think that the amount of prescription medications that are used in in the United States, and I think that would be a blessing.
2: Uh-huh.
1: What do you think, Tawanda? Yeah. I
0: think Julie was saying the other day about power, it's all going to still be a part of the Balancing Act. Like Nemo just was saying, that would be really nice if there was more funds for education for children, for homelessness. I was looking at something on Facebook earlier that a friend of mine posted. Um, I'm not sure if it was her or someone sent her the pictures, but like downtown Charlotte, it was like different areas in the city where um, a lot of homeless people had uh, the tent, and it was like 30 and 40 on each side. Like, this is the norm. I mean, it was so many tents out there. You would think, hell, let me get me a tent and go camping. But in reality, this yeah. is the homelessness. And um, and it's thousands and thousands and thousands of people. It's like ridiculous with the homelessness um, in a lot yeah. of major cities. And my thing is, there's a lot of vacant buildings. I remember one time when I actually lived in North Carolina, and this is – it's relevant. It's, it's off of it. it's relevant. But um, I had asked one of my pastors at a major church that I attended, I said, we have so many churches here in Charlotte that are huge that are only open on Wednesdays and Sundays. Why can't we do something that that be able to house homeless and maybe teach them and train them and, you know, make them work to fix up some things? And one of the yeah. pastors said, well, we actually tried that before. And, you know, it was a drug problem. People were stealing stuff. They, they damaged the place. And then I kind of understood that. But my point is, is, I don't care how much money we get, it's only going to be so much that's done to fund these programs because we still have to have the have and the have not because we still have to have the balance in that because there's just no way everyone is going to be middle class and upper class. That's just not right. the way it's going to be designed. Right. Oh, wow.
3: That's...
1: Oh, woman, I'm so glad I know you. You're a smart lady. Hailey, are you back with us, hon? What do you got to say about that?
3: Yeah, I'm back. I'm sorry, guys. i hung up. But, um, but yeah, I, I'm i right there with you guys. But the only thing about that is that even though we're going to have all that money that's going to supposedly hopefully go to the schools and the things that we need, um, betterment when it comes to housing and um, helping with the homeless and things of that nature, we're just going to just hope and see that that's actually where the money is going to go toward. Because they just—they've right. been taking money out of the schools for I don't know how many years, taking programs well, I away mean, from schools, taking music out of schools. So it's just like let's hope and see that they're gonna send the money to the places that need the most help.
2: Well, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's the only states that I would like have a question about that would be like states like Michigan and places like D.C. Like California and well, Colorado use their money the right way. Washington use their money. Oregon use their money. Uh, California used a lot of their money the correct way. But it's just like certain states, because of corruption that's inside of their offices, I don't know if you can trust them. But I think the majority of the people do right. We just have to change the people in office. You well, don't trust you know, these
3: politicians. You don't know that by now? You don't trust these politicians, none of
2: them. Yeah.
3: Everybody knows I feel that. Like
2: the, I feel like the newer ones are more trustworthy because for years. Like, okay, so when I was growing up, I got in trouble a lot, you know, with the police and all of that stuff. But that was because the kid, the, the people that were older than me, like, the, the, like probably five, six years older, would tell us these stories that they did stuff and they were these kind of people. And then reality came out, because we were so naive to them, we wind up doing stuff and we would get in trouble. So as I got older, I started realizing, like, they just wanted us to do it because they would always talk about what they wanted to do, and we didn't know the difference. So same thing with the politicians. The older people going to always do what they always done, which is lie to the people. But these younger ones, if you pay attention to what they're doing in the community, like, they're getting out here, and there. there is so much going on that we got Governor Kemp out here trying to sue – Mary Keisha Bottoms because she just want people to put a face mask on and make sure everybody's safe. Like this is how, this is how much of a destruction is he's mad at her for trying to protect the community. So same thing with the weed. If we realize weed makes people happy, we can get more money only because they didn't think of it first. They don't want to pass them rules. That's what I feel.
1: No, that's great. You guys are making some really great points, you know? Um, So moving on to our next, our next little tidbit it, uh cannabis has been legal for personal use in Alaska since 1975 and still legal today. So uh, do you guys want to just all move up to Alaska or, or should we get some advice from some people from Alaska to find out what they're doing right up there?
3: <laughs> I'm actually happy that they got that legalized all the way back in 1975 because personally I can't imagine living in Alaska. I'll probably go crazy. Right. So I'm oh, like, I know, the,
1: right?
3: <laughs> it's cold every day, all days, dark the majority of the days, snow all the time. You know the I'm just like, thing? I deal like, with that like in Chicago enough.
1: I feel, like, I feel <laughs> like I've heard that there's areas that are daylight for like six months straight, like it never gets dark. And and right. like, oh my God, could you imagine? Oh, no, thank you. So doesn't so that, mean the the we, that mean there's the altar that there's dark all the about. time? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, the next the next bit of information has a little bit to do with our medical uh the medical benefits. So, can there's a cannabis derived compound which forces cancer cells to freeze and prevents them from spreading in certain types of cancer. So, there has been research done that uh marijuana does more than address the side effects of cancer such as pain, nausea and vomiting. This 2016 study published um, in current oncology showed that cannabis can actually reduce cancerous tumor growth. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I know that I've heard before about people talking about CBD as well. People who treat um, themselves with like CBD drops have, um, as far as I know, I'd like to research it some more But um, about shrinking tumor cells. Have you all heard anything about this?
2: No, not I. I
1: just know everybody
3: knows that it's like right. a terminal disease. They all smoke weed. That's all I know. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's that's, that's true. Yeah, I mean, no, there were studies. There have been studies. And like I was saying the other day, there's been over 20,000 research studies. And that's why it's so crazy that the FDA hasn't just approved it as a federal, you know, just un, take it on, off the controlled substances or whatever. Because the benefits of it are kind of mind boggling. The fact that more people don't realize um, when I was doing this research, you know, like I, I literally, there is a study that shows that, you know, it, it reduces cancerous tumor growth. And, you know, when scientific studies are done, they, they do that stuff legitimately. Um, And they don't just post things that, or, you know, they do their, they do their research, they have their thesis, they follow through with experiments and they don't just post just anything because they're going to, you know, they don't want to make fools out of themselves, especially when it comes to something like this. But there's a lot of, lots of studies out there, and I'm really excited because I'm starting to look into them, and I'm going to be sharing them with you guys. So once I learn something new, you're going to learn something new um, because I think it's important, this knowledge, you know, uh, like Tawanda always says, we want to share information. Well, I think it's important to share the information about what cannabis can truly do for you. If you're suffering, it can help. I feel so like we're everything was put on twist. this earth
3: for a reason. Oh, go ahead. Yep. No, I'm saying I feel like everything was put on this earth for a reason. The herbs and the different plants that we have that God put on this earth right. they're here to heal us. It's just that they like no. you said, Annie, they just make it so that marijuana is just so bad. But I'm like it's it's here for a reason. And I definitely feel like healing is one of the most important properties of it. Yep. Well look at this.
1: Well this looks like if you think of so this Oh, go ahead. Sorry, hun. Go, Nemo.
2: Well, I was thinking this. This, is what I always think when I was younger. I always felt like they only made weed illegal, <laughs> not because of the medical reasons. They know it's a good thing for you, but because if you ever think about it, if you run up on an average young guy that's just walking around in a neighborhood that's anywhere. If you if you walk up to and ask them, hey, empty out your pockets. Let's say it was just something we did traditionally in your neighborhood that you live in. How many of those young guys do you think walk around with weed in their pockets? Uh, where
1: I live. So the more quickest more. way to
2: get somebody into the system, you get what I'm saying. So the, the quickest way to get somebody in the system is to arrest them for the weed, get them on probation, they get in trouble for something else, you lock them in jail, and it's a repeated cycle. The weed is only illegal to start something. But now they're starting to realize all the medical use. And if they make it legal, you know how many people are, like, sitting in jail behind weed charges that they got to figure out how to go about fixing that now? Or how many people are, like, right. have a bunch of stuff that's, like, when I was on probation, every time I violated probation was literally for smoking weed. That was the only right. reason why I ever violated my probation. So, like, what if, what they're going to do with all the overturns and everything, like, it's it'll be, I don't know. They're trying to figure out a lot of stuff. So they got to do it state by state quietly and make it seem like, oh, we're just passing a law here, we're passing a law here. Because you got – I don't think you just overturn some because you just have to release so many people back into the world.
1: Right, right. Well, all right, folks, so that's all we're going to do for Annie's Weed Feed tonight. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about some more of my list of 20 huge benefits of medical marijuana um since you know, our show's been going so great and so much fun. We've only gotten through about six of them. <laughs> so let's take a quick break and we'll we'll be back.
0: Why CSI and why now? I am so glad you asked me that. To get more information about us, view our website or our social media pages. You will find our information about our monthly newsletter, our quarterly magazine, and all the great services that we offer, and don't forget the products. And to answer that question you asked earlier about why, CSI why now, you will be sure to find that answer out as you go to our website, subscribe now, and get our free booklet, and it will give you all the information about getting connected with us and taking a journey with us, and guess what? You will go someplace that you've never been before in life, so don't tell anyone. Join us now.
1: All right, everybody. Welcome back. I'm here with Keely, Tawanda, Nemo, and myself, and we're talking about obscure and fun facts and also the medical benefits of cannabis. First, before we move on, I wanted to know if any of you folks out there have any anything you wanted to add to any of our little history lesson before? This is Tawanda. I just wanted to say I did not
0: realize that Um, cannabis was approved in Alaska for that long. I don't know how I actually missed that. I I was looking at something the other day, and I just kept kind of overlooking Alaska. Not really sure why, Uh but I do know a few people that live out there. But, um, yeah, that's pretty amazing. They know nobody's going out there. It's (laughs) too cold.
1: We'll legalize here first. (laughs) (laughs) It's because nobody actually wants to leave the house. to have to go arrest them. That must be Hell it. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So our the first one we're going to talk about tonight for medical benefits of cannabis is showing promise in autism treatment. Cannabis can help calm users down, control their mood, especially the violent mood. Um, a lot of children who are autistic have seizures, and so, Cannabis can be used for the seizures for autism as well as epileptic seizures because research shows it can help control them, um, which is pretty crazy. What do you all think about that, Keely?
2: I agree. Uh, I said, oh, she said, Keely, I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: oh, <No>, you're
1: good. <laughs>
3: I was just going to say that sounds pretty dope. Um, Like you said, there's a lot of, like, medical benefits that we can bring, and people just need to just go ahead and just realize it. It's just like, yes, anything, I feel like anything from the earth is better than a pill, but at the end of the day, I really don't feel like the doctors really have our best interest in heart when it comes to certain things because instead of them, like the diabetes, instead of them, giving us pills and insulin in order for us to be able to live a better life or yeah. whatever the case is. They never tell us, like, hey, eat better, you know, get on the leafy green diet. If you stay on this leafy green diet for this certain amount of time, you bring down your blood pressure. You don't have to worry about these pills anymore. Instead, they just say, hey, here's this pill with all these side effects. Good luck. So, you know, yes. that's, that's the world we live in. You know I
1: actually back in the, back in the day i was um I was a volunteer firefighter, I became an EMT through that, and then I did some home health care and I worked with children with autism for a few years. Um, and you know, I don't know if if you've had experience with with children with severe autism it's it's intense and it's so so hard to see these poor kids because it's like this crazy mess trapped inside this poor child's body. And so, I actually knew a couple that um had their that did treat their sons um and it was amazing to see the difference um in the rigidness alone in the bo- in his body you know everything I've always seen and experienced you know and it did not hurt him you know it it helped him Nemo, what did you have to say?
2: no I just when I was younger, I used to have these blackouts but. I didn't ever notice nothing. So I I swear I would think I'd just stand up and I would just stand there and keep moving. But people like my mom and them, before they took me to the hospital, they would say I would be standing in the same spot for, like, 15 minutes at a time, 10 minutes at a time, and not move, not blink or nothing. But I never noticed that. So, like, they took me and They did the little CAT scan on my brain, and they just said that I'd be having blackouts. Like, my brain shakes by itself. They said there's nothing that they can do. And they try to prescribe some medicine but like I had like some I was throwing up yellow stuff. I just remember throwing up a lot of yellow stuff. So they just said it was nothing they can do. But I started smoking weed at the age of fourteen. My last situation I had with them with them with them blackouts, I was thirteen. So I haven't had any. So even when I was in high school I used to get in fights, my mom might hear this and this is a confession here live. I always blame me having blackouts for fighting back. But I knew what I was doing, but I just knew that they knew that I blacked out a lot. So I would always just use a blackout so I wouldn't have to talk about it. So, yeah, yeah, it, it works. Well, Weed
1: works. Well, you know, along the, the, next, the next actual point is along the same lines because it actually helps people with ADD and ADHD, helps people focus, and it's much safer than Adderall and Ritalin those three kind of go together, you know, regulating seizures, the autism, the uh, ADD and ADHD. It's basically, you know, calming those um, those things that people can't control uh, and giving them a chance to not be always so rigid and uncomfortable and tense. Like how, how you know, I feel bad, so bad for people like that, um, you know, because there's nothing you can do to help them, but there actually is. So, Wanda, what are you thinking about it?
0: One thing I was thinking, um, definitely did what you were saying, Keely, about um, the doctors and just different. It's just so many different things. If people can release information, it could really be a blessing to people on a larger level. Just like you said, like the leafy vegetables. Like even when we're we're children, we're younger. Hey, stay away from this. Don't eat too much starch. Don't, you know, it's just it's it, people don't normally get the information too damn late. So in reference to what you were asking specifically, um, I definitely can see the the benefit and just really makes sense. We just got to work to be able to educate people, and then when we know better, we'll do better. Just sometimes we just don't know. We find out, you know, find out too late. So, yeah, I definitely did. uh, And just thinking about, and also I wanted to say, like, I used to work with um, disability and special needs for about 10 years. I had worked with um, clients that had Asperger's, autism, and other developmental disabilities, and I remember there was a lady, um, one a, a family member, one time that had wanted to get her son some type of treatment, um, but he was underage, and she was researching and thought that marijuana would help. And this was, oh my God, this was about fifteen years ago. Um, but yeah, that was, was not it? even yeah. talked about. That wasn't allowed. Like that was a, definitely a no-no because this was a kid. Oh, yeah. But um, so many people that have had so many underlying medical issues and people have even died, people don't know what in the hell, you know, like what's going on, what can happen. Um, it's a whole other level. It's a whole other story. Um, There's some other stuff yeah. I, I wanted to say, but I won't even mention on this type of call. But, yeah, now, sure. knowledge is power, but knowledge is also dangerous um, because a lot of people right. don't want you to have certain information.
1: Yeah, well, that's why we're here, and that's why we're talking about it. And, that, you know, that's, my my little Annie's weed feed. We got to give people information so they know what the truth is, and they know what, what you know. They have they have true information to battle the the demons who who want to take all the good stuff away from us, right? <laughs> um, I don't know. I just does anybody else have anything to add on that before we go to the next one? All right. So cannabis can actually help you mend bones. It helps to quicken the healing process of broken bones and strengthens during the process of healing. So I personally feel like, you know, I, you guys know I've been using cannabis for a really long time. And in addition to the fact, so my, both of my maternal grandparents had diabetes type 1, um, heart issues. My grandfather had Parkinson's disease. Uh, he had a couple bouts with uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer. Um, my grandmother had congestive heart failure, pulmonary hypertension diabetes my both of my parents have had um, been on medications for high blood pressure and so for me being 44 years old and I'm not on anything for any of that my blood pressure is usually about 116 over 64 my resting heart rate's about 60 I you know I work out and exercise um, but in the same breath I really believe that my use of cannabis throughout my life has has deterred a lot of the stuff that would have hit me if I hadn't taken care of myself and had cannabis fighting it for me
3: Well, wow, mean that's interesting. I broke plenty of bones in my in my lifetime. so um, that's that's interesting to to, to hear that. Well, well it's
1: crazy because I broke, mat, yeah, and they thought that they said I might not walk, but me sneaking into the the shower must have been helping me walk better, right?
2: <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, I believe when you smoke weed and you like, anytime I've got injured smoke weed, the, the, I remember I got my, bra, my jaw broke, and they have, gave me these Percocets, and I would pop one, and I swear I thought I was just smoking weed, I was like, man, these pills feel like you eye weed or something, I was like, but it wasn't the real effect, so I stopped taking the pills, and this before I knew what Percocets really was, and my auntie was like, hey, i gave you this much money for them, so I didn't think none of them, I just gave them to us, and, you know, I just kept smoking weed. And even though my jaw was, like, snapped, I still was able to smoke. But, like, it it take the pain away for a second, and I'd be able to move my face a little bit. So I don't know if it actually heals it faster, but I think because you're high, you, you know, you have, like, a mental break And when you're high. You know, when something's going on and you're, at a high, you're high, you just be like, fuck it, I'm going to do it. Like, it's no pause and it's no hesitation. You didn't get to that point to where you're just ready just to take off. So I think what happens is you're high, you're determined to move. Something is going on. You don't have the patience to wait on the next individual, so you figure a way out.
1: Right. But, you know, the difference, I think, is, like, with pain pills, pain pills are different. They're different, though. They, like, they do a fake masking of the pain, and when they wear off, it's like a, an exacerbated pain after they wear off because they're mm-hmm. fake. They're, you know, they're not real. And and they have that horrible ad- addictive uh, personality, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. You're right. Hello?
3: <laughs> why are oh, they addicted to something? so many side effects. It just brings what on more problems have. than you already it. Hello? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hello.
1: <laughs>
2: I'm here. I'm here. Okay.
1: I'm like. I'm like. Did somebody new say hello, or am I crazy? <laughs> Don't answer that. Okay. The next one. <laughs> Marijuana. Marijuana can be used for glaucoma treatment. It helps reduce the pressure applied on the eyeball, providing some temporary relief. So glaucoma is when pressure in your eyeball pushes out, and people they get like a, a, I think it causes cataracts. It's very uncomfortable and painful, and it also causes people not to be able to see very well. And so marijuana actually has helped with glaucoma for years. I'm I I know I've heard of that before. What about you guys? That's like the ongoing joke.
3: (laughs) I got glaucoma. Yeah, that's why I'm. I got glaucoma. That's like the ongoing joke, (laughs) especially. It's, it's especially I'm like sure like it's older people like, or I, whatever the case is. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I've definitely heard that before. Yep. <laughs>
1: but I don't think I've ever actually known anybody that's actually had glaucoma and used weed for it because my grandmother had it but <laughs> you know that was she was not gonna use weed, yeah. <laughs> but guess what? Yeah.
0: I think I I thought I told you guys, this is Wanda on a call that we had. My mom had went to the I doctor that's about two years ago. And something was wrong her eyes, and they thought that she might be getting glaucoma, so he prescribed her some medication to put every night in her eyes. And he said, come back okay. in six months, and we're going to see how it's going to um, do. So we're back in six months, and he said, well, it's a little progress, but not really enough. I want you to continue taking this and come back in three months, and if it's not better, we're going to look at other options, and one may be marijuana. And she was like, oh, no, I'm not doing no drugs. So she was telling my dad and I about it. And we were trying to explain to her, and she's a devout Christian, right? So she not, she doesn't care about no law, no nothing. All she know is, is legal, and I ain't going to jail. Like, we kept trying to explain to her, the doctor's not going to give you these things. You can go to jail. She ain't want to hear none of that. So that definitely is true. I know a few people that have actually taken it, and he did mention it to her. But she went back in three months and things were held up and she's good. But um if it wasn't she said he got he better find something else because she ain't doing no drugs. She don't care what nobody's
1: saying. <laughs> uh, but that's what I mean about the you know, the stereotype against against marijuana because they have it they've mm-hmm. classified it as this hard drug and actually next week um that's what we're doing next week, we're gonna be talking um all about the hard drugs and what they really are, what they really do. And the myth behind them being anything like marijuana. So that's going to be our topic for next week. I'm really excited about it. We're going to have a cool guest and everything. So
3: it is like, especially like if you're older, they're not, yeah, they're not about to do it unless your parent or whatever was kind of like a hippie or a free spirited type person their whole life. Nine times out of 10, they're going to be like, oh no, I'm not doing that. That's a drug, I'm against it. Like, they're going to just, like, go crazy. If, even if they smell it, they, oh, I smell weed. Oh, no, get away from me. No, they just think that it's going to kill them. But it just, it's all on the mentality of the person. Because I, I knew a lady that um was older, and she said that she smoked weed all her life. And she started in 62, and she just had this whole little story about when she started smoking weed. So it just depends on the person. But, Tawanda, my mom's the same way. Don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's funny for me. The um, so mine split. My biological mother is, you know, uh, a Catholic, and you know she's a, uh, you yeah, know she's an interesting person. We we can touch on her another time. But uh, there you know they say it's the devil's lettuce, and you know I'm going to hell for for smoking weed and doing all the crazy, stupid, artsy things I do. But then on my dad's side, they're all open smokers. Most of them, you know, not all of them, but some of them, <laughs> um, smoke cannabis and all. You know, mostly always have and. And I've always looked at it more of, like, be responsible about it because it's out there and you, we know you're going to try it, so be responsible about it. So it was really crazy coming from, depending on which house I was in for the that that couple of months at a time or whatever, on what I was allowed to do.
2: Yeah.
1: So. I
2: don't know.
1: I hope. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just and, no, we only have about eight minutes left, and I wanted to see if anybody else had anything to add tonight.
2: Everybody's scaring people with all these weed facts. Just try it. <laughs> Don't be scared.
1: <laughs> Don't believe
0: the hype. Well, I just I want to say that I'm, I'm just excited and looking forward to, you know, doing platforms like this as well as hitting different areas, talking about different issues, and also having people that have actually, you know, had issues and they've actually used medical marijuana and they, you know, they're in a better situation now, just so we can continue to enhance the awareness and people can get the facts. And, you know, we know facts fail, but stories sell as well. So people hopefully can, can live longer and be healthy and happy with getting the facts.
1: And then next week we have a really great guest coming up on uh, Saturday of next week. To, to talk about um, the difference between hard drugs and marijuana and how she was actually going through recovery, um, using marijuana going through recovery. So that's going to be a really fun um, fun night. So you guys got to come back and stay tuned. Um, we're almost out of time. So, Keely, you got anything else for us, any tips, any stories, any antidotes?
3: No, no tips or stories, but um, this conversation was definitely interesting. I'm just hoping that the listeners uh, find alternatives to their uh, health issues because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, the doctors are not necessarily here to heal properly. It's just always a temporary fix with side effects. So I'm just like if there's any other way that you can get around the pain or the nausea or the anxiety of something, then definitely go the natural route because those pills are nothing nice. And plus they try to make right. you pay so much money for it. It's all about money. It's all oh, about I the know. money. Oh. It, it, oh, my God. It was just like, yeah, it's oh. just like it's a, this whole government is when just I, like, yeah. Have you know, all... this bottle of pills, the bottle of pills are $84. It's just like, come on, oh, just yeah. grow you some weed.
1: <laughs> have you all ever seen like a medical bill from a hospital, Um, from a hospital stay? When I was taken in the hospital, yep. um, oh, my God, they, they charge, like, $10 per pill. This is insane to me. Exactly. And the it's side effects
3: are, effect like, blood. bleeding <laughs> ulcer. Uh, no, the side <laughs> effects after like, bleeding ulcer, nausea, yeah. Yeah. depression. You might feel this yeah. way. You might gain 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah, You're blinded. My if you get any of these things, card. then contact your doctor. It's just crazy
1: Yes Like uncontrollable oily discharge Was always the favorite one I ever heard I was like why in the hell would you ever agree to that (laughs) Kowanda what do you have to say For for our listeners for the last of the night
0: Oh I know Just saying I didn't finish it Were you still saying something Kiwi? No I'm done Oh okay (laughs) Okay Yeah, um, my tip and thought would be really um. Keely talked about earlier about health and different things that can help people health wise, and that a lot of times people don't say anything. So my tip for tonight is ask questions. The next time you go to your doctor or physician, do some research before you go and start asking questions. Too so many times people have been to doctors and other health professionals, and they give you a little bit of information, and look, they getting paid hold them accountable, ask questions, do some research, say, hey, you know what? Well, I know you didn't really tell me much, but I've been doing some research and I got some questions, and is there anything else I can do to better myself, my life, my health? Is this the best medication for me? Hey, you know what? I've been taking all these pain medications. What about cannabis? Um, You think that that would
1: be good for me? Ask questions because the dumbest questions yes. are the ones you don't ask. Yes, ma'am. And Nemo, you got anything else for us, real quick, before we're we're done? No, I
2: just feel like y'all were highly educational today. I learned a lot. Yeah, I really
1: enjoyed this, Um, and I've got so much more for you guys. Just wait till you see all the information I have. I'm going to close out with this little tidbit. Bob Marley was buried with his red Gibson guitar, a Bible that was open to Psalms 23, and a cannabis bud. 23rd psalm begins the lord is my shepherd i lack nothing he makes me lie down in green pastures so we can only hope that those green pastures that bob marley is lying down in are are cannabis of the type right Mm
3: -hmm.
1: (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) amen all right everyone thank you for joining us tonight you can catch the csi podcast every night the rest of this month listen we're all podcasts are played share our movement, and help us change the world one token at a time. I'm Annie in Creative Spaces International. We want to welcome you to our family, sending light and love out your way. Have a peaceful and prosperous night, my friend. Thank you. Good night.
0: I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in and listening to our podcast. Whether you are interested in exposure for your existing business or startup, a place to call home so you can stay in the know, or getting off the sidelines and jumping into the game, CSI is for you. We also have a platform for investors, those seeking investors, chefs, artists, music, artists, event organizers, and so much more. Contact us now and get connected. We're waiting on you.